Hello, everyone. This is Katie Styling, the Web Director for the Thoracic Oncology Assembly. We have some really exciting programming coming up at the 2017 American Thoracic Society International Conference. We have a full list of lung cancer-related programming sponsored by the Thoracic Oncology Assembly. It is available in PDF format on the website for the Thoracic Oncology Assembly under What's New. I think that we're going to have a really great meeting, and I'm looking forward to seeing all of you there. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Dr. Patricia Rivera and Dr. David Feller-Copeman. Dr. Rivera is a professor of medicine, co-director of the Multidisciplinary Thoracic Oncology Program, and director of the Lung Cancer Screening Program at the University of North Carolina School of Medicine. She is also the incoming chair for the Thoracic Oncology Assembly. Dr. Feller-Copeman is an associate professor and director of interventional pulmonology at Johns Hopkins. Together, they are co-chairing a postgraduate course on lung cancer state-of-the-art at the American Thoracic Society 2017 conference. Thank you both so much for joining us today. Uh, Dr. Feller-Copeman, can you tell us a little about the postgraduate course uh, that you're co-chairing? Sure. So uh, this has been actually one of the most popular postgraduate courses that the ATS has offered over the last several years, um, and we're thrilled to be um, able to offer it again this year. It's really a soup to nuts uh, for lung cancer. So um, our participants have included nurse practi practitioners, uh, physicians' assistants, uh, pulmonologists, oncologists, and surgeons uh, who have an interest in lung cancer. And it really goes from uh, smoking cessation and tobacco control uh, through lung cancer screening, staging, um, and we have some really interesting sessions this year on uh, the management of ground glass nodules, um, as well as uh, a couple of interactive tumor boards, which are also always highly popular. Um, we have sessions on um, predicting lung cancer uh, when you have a sol solitary pulmonary nodule, so that, that's certainly one of the highlights. Um, Mike Gold, one of the leaders in the field, uh, is going to be speaking about that. We have uh, really outstanding talks on um, endobronchial ultrasound and palliation in lung cancer, as well as um, a really great talk from Dr. Russell Hales, a radiation oncologist, about treating patients without tissue diagnosis with uh, stereotactic body radiation therapy. And then um, another great talk by Julie Bramer, who is uh, the lead author on the New England Journal study of uh, immunotherapy in lung cancer. So she'll also be talking about uh, the novel uh, uh, role that these immunotherapy drugs have in the care of our patients. Can you tell me about one of the most unique aspects of the postgraduate course? We will have two um, tumor boards, one in the morning and one uh, in the afternoon, and we usually do about five cases, and they're interactive cases. We have faculty that are at the podium, but also we encourage the participants to uh, answer and ask questions, and it's really meant to be 
like a tumor board discussion where you present um, a complex or, uh, case and you and you get audience participation and then opinions from the different members of the panel. And the panel is multidisciplinary, so we have the surgeons and the medical oncologists and the pulmonologists and the radiation oncologists. And they're usually really, really fun. The audience loves them. I think the faculty really enjoys them. And we, we select cases that are challenging and cases that don't have one answer, but there may be different approaches, and we sort of get the feel for how um, different subspecialists would approach one particular um, aspect of a case and then how we would put it together um, in the end. So they're, they're really fun. And, again, we'll have one tumor board in the morning, and that one will be geared toward uh, management of nodules detected either on screening or incidentally. And then the second tumor board will be um, addressing um, treatment of either early stage, so, you know, surgery versus SBRT, treatment of locally advanced disease, and then um, stage four disease. And I'm going to put in a case of, you know, toxicity uh, secondary to pembrolizumab just so that, you know, I think what we want is for the pulmonologists in the audience to get a real comprehensive um, review of lung cancer across um, the spectrum of care. Can you tell me a little bit more about some of the experts that are going to be speaking at your postgraduate course? Sure. So these are really uh, leaders in the field, uh, people like Anil Vachani, uh, Renda Wiener, Michael Gould, um, Frank Detterbeck, you know, uh, guys who have um, been part of uh, the ACCP lung cancer guidelines, as well as very involved in the International Association for the Study of Lung Cancer, and of course, the American Thoracic Society's um, uh, initiatives on uh, taking care of patients with lung cancer. Uh, so real uh, leaders throughout the country and the world, we have um, speakers from France and uh, University of North Carolina and Yale and California and Boston. So it, it's a nice mix of um, location, uh, specialty, uh, including pulmonary and medical oncology, thoracic surgery and radiation oncology. Um, so it, it's really just a fabulous mix of speakers. And perhaps one of the things that we love about this conference is the interaction with the audience. Um, the audience is always really interactive. Um, aside from the you know, dedicated interactive tumor board questions, um, the, the questions are at a very high level um, and very pertinent um, to the patients that we treat every every day. Can you tell us about some of the controversies in this field relevant to clinicians that evaluate and treat patients with lung cancer? We always uh, want to include um, a, a lecture on SBRT, but this year I thought we should um, address it, uh, not just, you know, what is the role of SBRT in in uh, early-stage lung cancer, but more importantly, when is it indicated to, to try to establish the diagnosis of lung cancer before you treat with SBRT? Because often what happens is that patients are very, very sick and they can undergo surgery. The lesion is very suspicious for lung cancer, but they may be too sick to undergo a diagnostic procedure to confirm lung cancer. So it appears that more and more we're treating patients without a tissue diagnosis, and I think that we are all trying to figure out, you know, when is it appropriate to do so, and what are the clinical and radiographic um, uh, parameters that help us feel comfortable with the decision to treat without tissue diagnosis. 
Um, and lastly, um, we're going to have a pro-con debate uh, on do all patients who undergo SBRT for early-stage lung cancer have to undergo um, EBA staging. And, you know, the data for um, T1 peripheral lesions is that the likelihood of uh, mediastinal disease is very low. Um, but is it really low, and what is it, the, the false positive rate and the false negative rate of PET? When is it indicated to put these patients through additional diagnostic procedures um, to make sure that the mediastinum is not involved or the hyla before SBRT is delivered? That certainly sounds like a diverse set of faculty and diverse topics that you're covering. Uh, so just some uh, information about the course itself. Can you tell us a little bit about when it's offered and how people can register? Sure. Uh, so uh, it's called PG-11, Lung Cancer State of the Art in 2017, and it will be on Friday uh, the 19th of May from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, it's in room 144, A to B, and you can uh, register on the ATS website. Um, I believe you can... If there are still spaces left, you'll be able to register on-site as well. Thank you, Dr. Rivera and Dr. Feller-Copeman for joining us today, and to all of our listeners from around the world. You can get more information about the Lung Cancer State-of-the-Art Postgraduate course, and you can register for the course on the American Thoracic Society International Conference website. The website is conference.thoracic.org. That's C O N. F-E-R-E-N-C-E dot T-H-O-R-A-C-I-C dot O-R-G. You can also check out the full list of the thoracic oncology programming at the 2017 conference using our assembly website. Be sure to join us at the Thoracic Oncology Assembly business meeting and reception on Monday, May 22nd. And of course, please keep contacting us with your ideas. Send an email to TOA at thoracic.org. See you in D.C.